0: Yeah. drives out and puts (laughs) – you drive out to the 50 or 60 people and put gas in their car?
1: Yeah. By yourself? Yes. So right now – Do you have
0: any other drivers?
1: No, not right now. Uh,
0: I kind of really thought you were rad before you came in, and now it just went up by infinity.
1: I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech.
0: When I was a little girl playing in my father's office, I dreamed of learning how to code. But my dad wasn't a coder. He was a businessman. And I never got to learn how. And it's been something that I've been curious about my whole life. And now, like, this whole world is startup and tech crazy. And I just want to know how to code, too. Hack Reactor makes coding professionally go from being a dream and something that you just desire to have to really being a legitimate programmer. You could get a job straight away after. Even if you've been curious and you want to improve your skills and you're working in the marketing department and you happen to have to learn how to do HTML and you want to take your steps that much further, you got to check out Hack Reactor. Hack Reactor is the trusted environment, academic-level education to go to to become the best programmer that you could possibly be. Not only will you get the education, but you'll get the support from them to make sure that you're not alone in the journey. HackReactor.com. Welcome back to the We Are Tech podcast. I'm in Santa Monica right now, totally enjoying the sunny weather. And I'm sitting here with Lewis, who's about to tell us about his epic new tech company. I can't wait for you guys to hear more. I watched the YouTube video. I was really excited. He'll tell you guys where to check that out as well. Welcome, Lewis.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show,
0: Lewis. For anybody listening right now, by the time that we're done, he is great. One, he communicates well. He is a really grateful person, and I highly recommend him as a human for whatever <laughs> that means. But if you Thank have you. something related to what he's doing, he is a great human. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, and you know I, I appreciate you having me on the show. I know we always have like different busy schedules, but anytime you can make for me in the future, I Appreciate that greatly.
0: Aw, thanks. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your startup.
1: Yeah, definitely. My name is Luis Rubaios, or Luis Rubaios for uh, some some other people that like to call me that. (laughs) Um, My company is called Refill Fuel. I'm the founder and CEO. We do on-demand fuel delivery. Uh, You can reach us at refillfuel.com. We did our soft launch about two weeks ago. It's been going spectacular, and we're just trying to uh, start ramping up and start scaling our service.
0: And what do you guys do exactly?
1: So what we do is people go onto our platform, they drop a pin on the map of where their car is, just like Uber, and our truck will come and refill their car uh, wherever they are within our service area.
0: So cool. And how long has it existed? You you said The soft launch was two weeks, but it took time to build the code. So how long have you, like, from idea To manifestation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh, The idea initially happened about eight months ago. There's kind of an interesting story behind why I had such a, uh, you know, kind of this idea to pursue. Um, My brother actually one day late at night going to the gas station, he got mugged. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Is he okay? Yeah, he's all right. Uh, They took off with about $400 in cash of his money. So, you know, that kind of sparked the idea of just like, man, there has to be another way to avoid these gas stations uh, for safety reasons, for time reasons. And, you know, there's definitely the people out there who, who need this type of service.
0: First of all, I totally am one of those people that lets my car. I think it's on E right now. It's like constantly and empty. So how does it affect my life? Like, how can I use refuel right
1: now? OK, so what you would do, this is like the perfect scenario. I I love people who <laughs>
0: who let their cars go to empty regularly. Like I'm constantly <laughs> like playing the game of lottery life, being like, am I going to have to triple A it and get like one of those cans of gasoline? Will I be able to make it? Let me push it to the limit. You risk taker, you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I totally get that. I used to do that myself all the time. The last thing I wanted to do after work was stop by the gas station instead of just driving straight home. So in your case, and, you know, a lot of people's case, what you would do, just go to our website, sign up, super easy sign-up process, and let's say on Monday you're coming to work, your gas tank's on empty, you just open up our web application, drop a pin on the map where your car is, and our truck will come and fuel up your car and you you don't have to worry about passing by to the gas station on your way home.
0: But you have to, like, go out and meet them. Because you have to open your your gas tank.
1: Yeah. So when you're coming out of your car, if you just leave your lid open, we'll close it for you when when we're done with our uh, fueling process.
0: I have to ask. So I also own a '72 Chevelle, which if I ever left it, like I had to put a lock on my fuel because it was a thing that like people would like siphon the gas or whatever, like mess with my car. My car, you guys, is not a '72 Chevelle that I drive around every day. However, it makes me really cognizant that. There's a gas safety kind of thing. So is it safe to leave your, your gas tank open?
1: I mean, definitely be wary of the areas that you're in. For the most part, every our current service area is very safe. But if you feel a little bit uncomfortable leaving your, your gas cap open, we're more than accommodating and we can wait for you to come outside and open up your, your gas lid.
0: Cool. So somebody comes, they fill up your tank. You can leave it open for them if you desire, or you could just meet them outside and... They could and, and they could put gas in your car. Yeah, definitely. How much more expensive is this than just going to a gas station?
1: So our gas pr- uh, price ranges every day, just like the local gas stations do. Sometimes we'll be about 10 cents under what the local gas prices are or we'll be right around the same price. Uh, there is a service fee ranging anywhere from three to five dollars, depending on the current demand.
0: I mean, you guys, first of all, you could probably tell, like, I'm asking him all these questions, not just to inform you guys, but to selfishly, like, find out because I'm like, this is awesome. (laughs) you know. Um, And you're on iPhone and Android or just iPhone?
1: Uh, No. So right now we created a web application because we're also kind of going after the commercial side of the industry. So we really wanted to make this just available to all different types of people, whether, you know, because some people like downloading apps, other people like visiting websites. So we thought right now the best place to go would be to build a web application so it can be available to everybody. Wait,
0: so I imagine you built it in HTML5 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, Any plans to build an app?
1: Yeah, in the near future, maybe after uh, raising a seed round, uh, we'll go ahead and push out a iOS version first.
0: And that's a great, it leads into the next question is how big is your team? Like because, and and how much money do you want to raise? Like where are you guys at?
1: Yeah, so right now we're currently not pursuing a seed round. We're waiting to get more active users and get a higher retention rate onto the platform. Our team is consisted of me and two other team members. Uh, one, which is uh, he's the project manager leading the the dev team. Uh, we outsourced our dev team to India. And the other one is uh, he focuses more on the business development side. He's actually a executive at Hyundai Capital of America.
0: And how are you doing your marketing to get your initial user
1: base? So the marketing has been...
0: I'd like to correct myself for a second, to get your initial human base.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: I hate I hate the term user. Like, I hate it. <laughs> They're human beings. So, yeah. What are you doing to attract the humans?
1: Yeah. So our first uh, thing, I'm actually handling all the marketing on my side. Uh, we're focusing heavily on social media. This is like the age of social media. I'm the age of social media. I'm 21 years old. And uh, so I've just been focusing heavily on social media. Um, we filmed a very great commercial to lead traffic over to the website. And we converted that traffic with a viral waiting list.
0: That's amazing. How many people were on your waiting list?
1: Uh, we got up to like 80 to 90 people in the first like probably five days.
0: And so. are you only in L.A. right now?
1: Yes. Yeah, so our current service area consists of Santa Monica, Westwood and Venice.
0: Oh, just certain areas. And how many people do you have servicing people?
1: Uh, right now, since we're only servicing people on the wait list, we've been servicing about like 50 to 60 people.
0: No, but I mean, who goes? Like, is it you? Yeah. Drives out and puts, <laughs> you drive out to the 50 or 60 people and put gas in their car?
1: Yeah. By so, yourself? Yes. So right now... I've been, do you have any
0: other drivers?
1: No, not right now. Uh, I
0: kind of really thought you were rad before you came in, and now it just went up by infinity. (laughs) I love the, like you guys, not only is he building the technology for this company and like doing all the operations and being the janitor, but he is also (laughs) driving all day, every day to fill up car tanks around the crazy Los Angeles while people like me let their cars go to empty.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, right now it's just, I think it was the best decision for me just to become the driver and get a hold of every piece of my business right. and figure out um, what had a better scale totally. into the future. And um, to know your customer. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, it's been a really great experience. Uh, we might be looking to hire a driver within the next few months, but right now it's it's going to continue being me and I love it.
0: That that makes me want to use refuel that much more. <laughs> and when you said you wanted to attract commercial clients, you mean like truck drivers?
1: Uh no, so for the commercial clients, uh, we're we've actually built a partnership to test out this, but uh, with uh, different car dealerships, uh, car dealerships when they sell a car, they actually fuel it up for their clients. Um, so we
0: oh smart yeah.
1: So we wanted to get a hold of that business after hearing about. I recently bought a car, and the salesperson was telling me that they had someone come in a few days before. And when they took out the car to a a local gas station to fill it up, the the employee actually crashed in the car. They're fine, but, you know, they lost the sale because of that accident. Yeah. So, for them, it's a way to, uh, you know, it's kind of a risk liability type of thing that I can help them control. And for me, it's, you know, it's more business. So, it's a great, it's a win-win.
0: So, if you have any relations to car dealerships in the Los Angeles area, I want you to connect with Lewis immediately. How can people connect with you?
1: Uh, Yeah, they can send me an email over at Lewis, L-U-I-S, at refillfuel.com. Yeah, Um,
0: immediately. But you know, while we've been talking, I have an idea. Do you know Buddy Truck? uh,
1: No, I do not.
0: Buddy Truck is an outstanding LA tech company. They've been around for a while. And you hire a buddy to that has a truck. And they come and they meet you and they help you, like, take your things. So it's, like, way more comfortable than a U-Haul if you're selling something heavy on Craigslist. So one time someone bought a uh, couch from me on Craigslist and they were like, oh, I can't get a car. I was like, have you heard of Buddy Truck? And they installed Buddy Truck. And next thing you know, the friendliest person was at my house and they picked up the couch and they took it to the other person's house. And it's awesome. So I think you should partner up with Buddy Truck. <laughs> and all those buddies can potentially be f- fueling your your customers like when they need to refuel.
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome. I, like, right? It's definitely something I want to look into.
0: Dude, buddy truck, it's the bomb. What is, since I was already dipping into it a little bit already, um, what is one ask you'd have for the community, something that they could do to support you in your success?
1: To support me in my success, uh, you can just... Give us a chance. uh, Visit our website. If you email me directly, I can send you a great promo code for the We Are LA Tech fan base. And uh, you can give us a try. Uh, No service fee first time and even up to uh, five gallons for free.
0: I want, dude, I'm going (laughs) to do the We Are LA Tech hookup. I mean, that's amazing. You guys, I'm telling you, my car right now is on E. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I will have to, like, maybe you should just wait till the interviews are done so I could, like, fuel up. So I should do that today you guys I will totally because I, it's like prime time I will install well no it's not install. I will go to refuel.com create an account and use it and then talk about it on one of the episodes using it sound yes, good that sounds yeah. amazing I'm like I'm really excited about it so um what are some LA tech companies or talent that you've come across that have really impressed you
1: uh, I'm a big fan of Skirt, the car rental startup here based out of here in Santa Venice or Santa yeah. Monica, I believe. Man, those guys are amazing. I just I love their idea and I love the way that they're executing it. And yeah, I'm just a big fan. What do they of do? They're a iOS application where you can just go and, you know, they make the car rental process super simple and easy. They'll actually deliver the car to you and pick it up from you.
0: That is awesome. Especially because we don't want to be dealing with that in all the traffic or like, I mean, our bus system, unfortunately, isn't that reliable. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, the best public transportation advancement we've had is that train.
0: Oh, the train <laughs> is amazing. If only the train could go everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily the train goes from Santa Monica to essentially downtown LA. I think you could take the train to Long Beach, to d- various areas in Hollywood. But if you have to go anywhere too far outside of the train, unfortunately, the buses are just excruciatingly long and so you have to kind of uber from there
1: yeah, yeah. definitely I, or bike we need a big advancement I in have a community bike too.
0: membership in Santa Monica and in downtown LA no way and I just saw that there's community bikes in Hollywood so I gotta check that out too yeah so you, you guys way to be healthy um <laughs> I like. There's so why L.A. and not San Francisco or another tech city.
1: Yeah. So I actually are you from L.A.? Uh, yeah. I lived in L.A. Uh, for the most part of my life. Uh, I was living in San Francisco for two years. I just moved back about uh, six, seven months ago. Um, there was like few companies working in this space up in San Francisco. Um, I think up there is just a little bit too crowded, and there's not enough room to grow with all the all the competition. Right. So. Yeah, L.A. just felt a lot more natural, uh, more family down here. And, uh, I mean, come on, the sunny weather its beautiful down here.
0: And your company is based in Commerce, right?
1: Yeah, so right now we're based out of Commerce. So
0: what is Commerce? Because, I mean, we know Santa Monica, we know downtown L.A., we even know Orange County. Where's Commerce?
1: Commerce is by the 710 and the 5 Freeway by uh, the Citadel Outlets.
0: So how long does it take to get to Commerce from Santa Monica?
1: Oh, <laughs> that's depends on...
0: Without traffic.
1: Without <laughs> traffic, uh, 30, 40 minutes uh, with traffic, like how it is here in LA yeah. all the time. Uh, it can range anywhere from 50 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes.
0: And you say you service Santa Monica, Venice, and Culver City?
1: No, Santa Monica, Venice, and Westwood.
0: And Westwood. So do you just kind of wait in your car or <laughs> how yeah. does that work?
1: So right now we have... I. Rented a parking spot from a friend of mine uh, in Westwood, and I work out of my truck. So during the day, if there's no de- pending deliveries, I will pop the uh, the lift gate on my truck, sit in the back with my computer, and just work out of the bed of my truck.
0: And where I have to ask, where do you get the gas from?
1: Uh, So we built a partnership with a local fuel distributor. Um, So that's what allows us to bring the prices down to the competitor prices around here in the Santa Monica area.
0: So what I would love this very rare, unique, collaborative moment to be is I would like you, Lewis, on the spot <laughs> to pitch Brian as though he's an investor. And then Brian, I would love for you to kind of give Lewis insight into like where he could work on that pitch and mm-hmm. something he could think about once he leaves the studio. Fair?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's do it. This is Let's cool, right? Yeah.
0: And okay, for you guys, that don't know. We're, okay, Brian and I are doing an interview after, but um, he, go go ahead and at least like tell you know you're on the episode now. So for a second, like, what is your company? Very short, just something yeah. so people could stalk you online. <laughs>
2: yeah. Sure. So my my company's Magic Links. And we empower YouTube influencers with tools for authentic social commerce. So we make it super easy for YouTube influencers to share products they love and earn as their f- as their fans buy.
0: Rad. And how can people find you on Twitter or Facebook or wherever?
2: I'm uh, Brian Nickerson on Twitter, Facebook. I think I'm Evolve and Grow on Instagram. And how do you uh, spell
0: your last name?
1: Nickerson.
2: N-I-C-K-E-R-S-O-N.
0: And it's Brian with an I, you guys. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, Lewis, go.
1: Uh, you heard my initial pitch. Do you want me to start from the beginning? Yeah,
2: maybe you're like 60-second, two-minute. Because I yeah. think a lot of times it's like, like you're quick. Your elevator pitch is what is either, you know, each each stage of a pitch is just, is someone
1: interested enough to have a deeper conversation with you? Uh, this is so exciting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've never really pitched an investor before, but let's do it. Um, yeah, Refill Fuel is an on-demand fuel delivery service. We focus on helping our customers save time and money. With on-demand fuel delivery, we guarantee our deliveries within 90 minutes. And it's kind of a set it and forget it. You purchase through the app, leave your gas lid open, and we'll take care of the rest.
2: Um, so that's pretty cool. So basically, you have just like from a customer experience, you've got an app. You sign up, you auto pay every time. Every time someone comes, and then and then you're like you're at you're at the office. You don't have to spend time stopping in a gas station. You just set an app, press a button. Someone comes, fills up your car.
1: Yeah, and that's it. Exactly. And you
2: and 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 so if you leave your your gas tank open, is there any are people expressing fear about that? Is there like sugar in your tank when you show up, or what's is there any <laughs> concern around that? Or people forget to do it, and then you've got someone who shows up and like can't get in the car. Yeah.
1: So right now, I'm currently the only person uh, doing deliveries. I'm handling all of that. Um, so we've had some people. For the most part, people are more than willing to leave their gas lids open. Um, you know, we tell them not to. Leave it open 100%, but you know, just leave it a small crack um, so when we get there, we can feel up the car and close the lid. Uh, if our customers don't feel comfortable with that, we're more than accommodating. We let them know that once we get there, there's text message updates so they can come outside, open mm-hmm. the lid, and we handle the whole process there in front of them. Cool.
2: And so how are you thinking about rolling out? Like, Are you are you thinking this is a t- consumer model? Are you thinking of partnering with uh, businesses as a service for their employees at like a big parking lot? Or what's your... What's your kind of rollout strategy?
1: Yeah. So right now we did a soft launch about two weeks ago, really heavily focusing on the consumer side of the industry. But we've also built up a partnership with a few car dealerships and we're testing the idea of going after a commercial side of the industry.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, what's your what's your revenue model? How do you guys make money?
1: We make money through our service fee and we make a small profit margin on the gas We built up a partnership with a local fuel distributor that allows us to be very competitive with our gas prices. Uh, We're usually about 10 cents under what the local gas station is.
2: And so then, do you have to buy the gas ahead of time and like carry, do you have like a gas, do you have to carry inventory? Do you have to carry gas inventory?
1: Uh, No. So, our partnership, we have a minimum amount of gas that we pay for per month. Um, but we can pick it up as we go. We have a truck with a 150 gallon tank in the back, and mm-hmm. so when that runs out, we go and we ref- uh, refill it.
2: So, from a consumer standpoint, they're paying a little bit more for the convenience of that. Like, how much? How much more am I as a as a user of your company paying for for
1: yeah, gas? Definitely. So, on the consumer side, uh, we charge anywhere from a three to five dollar service fee.
2: Okay, so three to five dollars, and then you're paying a little bit more for gas.
1: Uh, usually, or you're just
2: making a markup on the gas, and it's the same for a consumer.
1: No, it's usually about ten cents under what your local gas station price is. Uh, okay. If it's not, it'll be right on mark of what the local gas, the average of the local gas stations are.
2: Okay, cool. So if you had like twenty gallons, so if you had like a twenty gallon tank or something, you might be. It's basically the same. The service fee pays for the cheaper gas. So as a user, you just get your tank filled up, sort of.
1: Yeah. Is that right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, are there any competitors in your space?
1: Yeah, so we have one competitor in the L.A. area called Purple. Uh They're in L.A. and Orange County, and I believe in San Diego right now.
2: And what's their situation?
1: So they just started doing delivery with fuel trucks like I am, but for the most part, they've focused on this really Uber way of going about it and having like outsourced drivers like, let's say, me and you, we could sign up and carry like jerry cans uh, in the back of our truck or the back of our car with gas, which kind of makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I would assume for, or not assume, I know some customers I've spoken to, it doesn't really seem all that professional when a random person comes out of their car and pulls a tank out of the back of their truck.
0: Oh, wait. So when you were telling me about the company, that's what I pictured you do. You don't do that in your car?
1: No. So uh, if you saw our commercial, we have a tank with a fuel pump set up. It's actually double filtered. So it's cleaner than what you get at the gas stations. And uh, we have, you know, fuel meter, nozzle, everything. So just like at the gas station, where you, where you grab a nozzle and put it into your car, that's exactly what we do.
0: Uh, why'd you wait like the whole podcast to say that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> My mistake.
2: <laughs> and so, so to Esprit's earlier question, like, how are you different? If if is your main competitor, like, how are you different both now and where you like you know see yourself going?
1: Yeah. So um, I think. Two main uh, differentiators between my company and Purple is Purple's very heavily focused on, or not heavily focused, but they're a little bit more of the general population servicing anybody they can, uh, as opposed to where we're really heavily focusing on getting uh, the tech corporate employee on our side Mm -hmm. and uh, just our team. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, our team is made up of some pretty, uh, you know, badass people, if I may say. (laughs)
0: I mean my main question or quandary or whatever and the reason why Brian I wanted to bring you in the conversation is like I think he's awesome and I want to see him succeed and it's definitely a pain point that I've had like I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. in the show my car is on E right now so I'm so down to go to the website sign up have Lewis in the beginning come (laughs) put gas in my car in the most friendly way and have it be this like better than a gas station it means my car is going to last longer so it's like the double fill whatever and I think it's great, but I don't think all of that is enough from a long-term big play to like beat out a competitor like if Shell wanted to overnight become an on-demand company, they just have way more money and so like from an investor standpoint, Do you have any suggestions on what an investor would like to hear to give them the confidence or something Lewis could think about in positioning so that he can one day be the Uber of, of refueling? Uh,
1: well, one, one of the big things in the, in this industry that makes it like very ripe for disruption. Is that the oil companies that you mentioned, like Shell and Chevron, they actually only own about 1% of the gas stations in America. So 99% of them are franchised. So there's there's no real unity behind uh, the gas stations we visit. Um, so it makes it very, like, just ready and ripe for for a company like mine to come in and shake things up.
2: And I, I think, I mean, um, so one, I love the hustle, right? The yeah. like, oh my <laughs> it's freaking awesome, right? Can like, we just say like, <laughs> can we call it like
0: Refuel Lewis? Like yeah. Like, like, like I, just to have Lewis come and like fill up my car, I'm like, I'm in.
2: Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I feel like that's that's how, you know, the y- since you're on the front lines, you're learning every single time. This is, you know, every single customer interaction, you've got a learning point that you can like put into your mind of how do you take that thing that you're doing right now and some, some other time it's going to be someone else that's on your team, right? But how can you, you take that direct experience and turn it into like something that scales, right? You're seeing the problems, you're seeing the like concerns, you're interacting with customers. So that's super valuable. That's, that's like, you know, kudos to you. I think that's where <laughs> I think a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs starting out, it's like, yeah some of this stuff is dirty like you yeah. just gotta do it you totally. gotta get like that's what you gotta totally. do and a lot of people are like oh let me sit in my office and like create an app and somebody will come like yeah ah, I don't know yeah. Like, like this is really cool so and thank um, you <laughs> no, yeah, you guys,
0: so you so you have – it's exactly what Brian's saying. Brian's an experienced club member with We Are La like Tech, and he knows as I do every single last phone call yeah. myself, which is why I lose my voice so often. <laughs> but, like, over 150, you know, phone calls, you really know what people want when you yeah. talk to people one-on-one. But if you can imagine, if my phone calls are anywhere from, like, 30 minutes to one hour, and I've had a minimum – like minimum 150 or more, right? Because yeah. we have more than 150 club members. So I don't know, like hundreds. Like multiply that by time. <laughs> that's insanity. And that's yeah. what it takes. It takes a bit of insanity to <laughs> yeah. grow a startup.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. definitely. <laughs> Completely. I mean, yes. I mean, in in the startup world, like we hear the word scalable thrown around a lot. And it's this very like sexy word. Um, but at the beginning, you just got to do things that don't scale and so later on, you can figure out uh, what's going to work best. And, you know, you do figure out things at scale by doing, you know, this early, very grungy stuff of, you know, talking to customers and emailing them one by one or calling them one by one um, to get better feedback and to be able to iterate on that.
0: Totally. Yeah. But getting back and to the, on point of what, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
2: And so that, and that's the thing I think like an investor would want to know, like, how are, how are you like how does it go from, you know, Lewis to a team of a thousand people or something. Right. And like yeah. delivering gas to people all around the United States or all around the world. So I think some things that they would want to, and this is just, you know, kind of coming, coming up right away, but like how can you partner with organizations that have this burning desire? Right. So you mentioned local gas stations and franchisees. I would imagine like any gas station, they want to sell more gas. And so if the only way they're doing it is someone has to come to them and And you bring the gas station. Hey, we can take within a, you know, five mile radius, we can actually like get 80% market penetration or 40%, whatever it is, right? We can help you sell more gas by taking your product to the customer instead of the customer coming to you and you form like, Hey, you know, we did a pilot with this franchise on the corner of like, you know, whatever, like (laughs) in Venice and like Lincoln and on the corner of Lincoln Boulevard. We did it with that. We had, you know, we, we, we did like, Door to door marketing with a hundred families, 50 people signed up and we're now servicing those people, you know, over again. And we have a, a, a retention rate of like 80% because people actually love getting gas delivered at home and it saves them 20 minutes out of their day. So you can take what your, your initial, like your pitch is like, we save you time and money. And now you can put some metrics against that. And investors look at it, look at you and say, okay, I see metrics against it. And I also see that you're starting to form partnerships with with like established players where you're actually helping them and maybe they pay you a fee right to do that. Maybe the, the local franchisee who just doubled their amount of gas that they sell every month is willing to pay you $5,000 a month to, to handle this for them internally. So I think that's the pieces where, as I hear kind of your, your, yeah. your initial pitch is like, how do we take Lewis and like make him sh- scale and show investors that you're thinking about scaling and, and forming partnerships or, or creating Right in ways that that
1: could scale. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Does that help? Yeah, I mean that that was amazing.
0: <laughs> like, like what what about it for you? This is the first time we've ever done something like this on the show, but I'm really excited because like I'm aware that Brian is seasoned and that and that you have this rad product and like I've really enjoyed conversing with you, and so like before even we were on the show, as I was saying. And so I was like, this is a really good dude. And I just want him to win. I was like, let me introduce you to Brian, (laughs) who could like connect some dots for you. So for you about the experience, what was it? What makes you say it was amazing?
1: Uh, I mean, just being here with Brian and with you and uh, just being able to hear different perspectives and different ideas is just, it's always an amazing thing to be able to get different opinions from different backgrounds. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really respect and, enjoyed the fact that I got to talk to Brian and, you know, hear his ideas on how my company could scale into the future.
2: Keep rocking on. It's awesome. (laughs) It's cool. Thank you. I mean, even if you haven't done the pitch before too, like you, you had it pretty good. I mean, I kind of get it right away. You were able to answer, like, I mean, I kind of gave you some form of investor questions you'd hear. Yeah. And, uh, and you, and you, you're like good on your feet with that. You know? I was
0: actually really impressed when you were like brought, bringing up the franchises and like how, who owns what? And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um and my mom hates putting gas in her car. Yet another reason why refuel needs to yeah. exist. <laughs> my mom, okay, so when I was younger, like I my mom was like, Well, you put gas in my car. I'm like, No, you need to know how to put gas in your own car. I was like so <laughs> upset. And now now I'm like, Oh, I love my mom, fine. The one thing I'll just do it so she can have a more comfortable life. <laughs> but now I'll just be like, Mom, just call refuel. <laughs>
2: That's perfect.
0: Um so to wrap up the episode, and thank you, Brian, for sharing your insights. I really appreciate that. We are going to get into Brian's episode after we finish with Lewis, but I just, you know, want to um, give Lewis kudos. Where can people cyberstalk you a little bit more?
1: Uh you can uh, stalk me on my personal Instagram at uh, at Lewis underscore Rubios. So that's L U I S underscore Rubios L-O-S.
0: and Just a couple of questions before like I let you go away completely. What are a few L.A. resources that have really um, helped you in accelerating and growing? Have you tapped into any events or any accelerators or?
1: Uh, Yeah. So one personal uh, resource that I've used on many occasions is the UCLA uh, Blackstone Launchpad. Um, Those guys over there are so amazing. And uh, yeah, just big shout out to them. And what do they do? Uh, Well, for the most part, they've just organized these very amazing events. Uh, They did an investor panel about uh, two months ago. Uh, I got to meet some of the guys from... Amplify LA, and uh, they've also just connected me with different meetups in LA, so it's it's been amazing.
0: And you guys, Amplify is an accelerator that's really prominent here in Venice, and i uh, will also include the UCLA uh, program in the show notes. Thanks to our teammate Carl. What LA tech company or talent have you come across who have really impressed you?
1: Uh, so I mentioned Skirt earlier. Um, also, Curb Stand. Um, I love those guys and love their idea. Um, so, yeah. Skirt and curb stand.
0: And curb stand is on-demand valet. You yeah. guys, if you want to connect with more extraordinary startups here in this wonderful city, go to wearelatech.com slash VIP. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. We have a private chat group of over 850 extraordinary people that are all ready and willing to collaborate. Plus, if you just want to know the events going on in the city, go to wearelatech.com slash app. That's wearelatech.com slash APP. That will Take you to our iPhone mobile app that has a calendar of all the events. The Android is in beta, so just tweet at WeRLA like Tech if you'd like the Android version. I will talk to you guys here. You guys see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Huge shout out and thank you to Betalist. Betalist is amazing. I've used Betalist for my past startups. Betalist gains you early traction to your startup while it's still in beta. Go to betalist.com slash we are LA Tech. That's betalist.com slash we are LA Tech. Thank you for powering the We Are LA Tech podcast. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text three one zero eight seven two two four two three.